With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Hello to your beautiful spleen spaghetti. It's Crystal Rosas back with another episode of Crystal's Nightcap. Tonight, Mike, the situation's doing something really cool for the holidays. This commercial has triggered people. Airbnb just added new rules after the Orinda Halloween shooting. Updates on Jacob, who was beat by sheriffs in Stockton. We talked to my granny and my ex-stepping stone wants to move in. Sit back, relax. It's Crystal's Nightcap. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Happy Thursday. Woo, that means tomorrow's Friday, finally. Jeez, I feel like this has been the longest week ever, work week ever. Uh, any, any, anywho, thank you for being here. Thanks for hanging out with me for another episode of Crystal's Nightcap. Wherever you are listening, please subscribe, share this podcast with your friends. If you haven't yet, leave a nice little comment on iTunes or rate me five stars. It really helps to get my, like, my name up uh, in the search engine for the podcast app. Uh, what else? Yeah, I'm live here on Wild Monday through Friday, 7 to midnight. Night. You know, you can hit me on socials at La Crystal Rosas and everything I talk about more will be up lacrystalrosas.com. We just gonna get into it. We're gonna get into sharing the cheese, man. Anything celebrity news, viral stuff, trending things, we're gonna get into right meow. Yo, have you seen this? Did she just no. really? Oh my god, look at this. I can't believe it. We're sharing the cheese, man. We sharing the cheese, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, we is. All right, this first story has to do with Mike, the situation from the Jersey Shore. Mike, the situation, Sorrentino. Him and his wife are doing something pretty cool for the holidays. They are sponsoring a scholarship. And when you apply online, they're going to pick a winner on Christmas Eve. And the winner of this scholarship is going to get a 30-day free drug and alcohol treatment program. And the the reason that they're picking it on Christmas Eve is because that marks the four years anniversary that Mike has been sober. He was put into rehab or he put himself into rehab in 2015 after like you know, his rise to fame on Jersey Shore was just kind of going out of control afterwards. And now he says that he and his wife want to use their platform that they have to help someone else. And I think this is super, super cool. And like, I just think that this is the way to bounce back from like a terrible time in your life. Because Mike's situation, yeah, he he was out of control. He even went to jail for tax evasion. Um, I think like he got like a botched surgery or something and yeah, things kind of like weren't going so well for him for a little while, but now that he's four years sober and, you know, on the path to like keeping his life this way, I think it's great that he's doing this. And I, at first I was like, wait, how much is rehab? Is rehab expensive? 
So I did some research online and in patient rehab where like the patients actually go to a facility, that's hella expensive. It ranges from 700 to 750 dollars a day and then you know a little math there $21,000 just for a month so that's pretty expensive like that's a big deal and it's the Brian's Branyan's rehab facility in Florida that he's teaming up with um, but they have other locations like in Illinois and Massachusetts and Pennsylvania and that's who is like helping him put on this you know like scholarship situation so situation so i just want to say congratulations to mike the situation for being four years sober yeah people if people battle with substance abuse it can get really bad and it can just lead to a a really dark life and some sometimes it you know you you wake up one day you're not even alive anymore so i'm happy that he's using his platform for positivity i'm happy that he's you know offering this to people because there are some people who really do need treatment but they cannot afford it it's hell of expensive so i just want to shout mike out and his wife for doing some good during the holidays now have you seen the drama surrounding this commercial for a peloton bike it's a stationary bike um well like one of those elliptical kind of things that has a tv on it and i remember seeing this commercial i don't exactly remember where i saw it I'm, i might have seen it when i was at my parents house for thanksgiving or maybe an ad for something on my phone But I remember seeing this commercial and I remember not thinking anything crazy about it. But this commercial triggered so many people. All right. So basically the commercial goes that like the wife comes in for Christmas and the husband is like, oh, my God, honey, like I got you this. And she's like, yes, I've been wanting one of these. Oh, my God. And it's a stationary bike that has a TV on it. So like you can write you can do your little elliptical and then watch the TV as well. And. In the commercial, she, like, gets on it, and then time goes by, and she's getting on it again, and then she's like, oh, I have to wake up and do, and I don't want to do this, but I have to, and then she's on the bike again, and then it fast-forwards to a year, and she's like, you know, this past year, I've been so much healthier, and thank you so much, honey, for this gift last year kind of thing, right? And so he's like, oh, yeah, you're welcome. Like, I love you, and then they kiss. So basically, people are triggered because they're thinking – they're kind of like turning the commercial, making it seem like the husband got his wife this this stationary bike so that she can get skinnier and that's going to make your wife happy. And then it also has the caption in it, you know, the gift that gives back. So it's like she's healthy and then like you get to skin your wife. So people are just saying that this is a super sexist ad and that the people who wrote and produced this commercial should be ashamed of themselves for executing this quote, terrible commercial. Yeah. So people are outraged. And, um, today the guy, like the, the dad, uh, the husband technically, um, who played the guy who played the husband in the commercial, he is speaking out and he feels like, dang, I didn't even, this was not the, what I was trying to do. This is not what we were trying to do. And like, this is lightweight ruining my career. He's saying, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. My five seconds of airtime created an array of malicious feedback that is all associated with my face. Um, He said that the commercial originally came out in September and he got like a lot of positive feedback from people, you know, like the acting community or like whatever, like people around him. And like everyone was like, wow, this is a great commercial. It's a great commercial. But then it went viral, like recently became viral And he said, unfortunately, the problem is that viewers can mistake an actor as that person after they've seen him on a television instead of a person uh, given a script. 
with no opinion on what they were being told to portray. He also says that he especially feels bad for the woman, the woman, I said woman, the woman who plays his wife in the commercial because people were like actually out here looking for her. In one tweet, someone wrote, who is the actress in the Peloton commercial and does she need our help? Um, he actually ended up making an Instagram account called Peloton Husband to try to capitalize on this situation. And then when I looked it up, it only had like a 300 follower. I mean... For a story this large, like I would just assume he had more than what he has now. But yeah, he has 300 followers on it. And it says he's a, mo a model and an actor, but he's also a teacher. Um, and he's kind of cute. So I think people are kind of reaching with this one. I mean, how do we, the viewers, know that the wife didn't want the bike for this commercial? Like, you know, it's just... People, I feel like, are just way too sensitive and are hella trying to get mad at, about this. And it it is it technically is a gift that you give back. Like the wife is healthier and on the bike and she loves watching TV and whatever she wants to watch while she's on this elliptical thing. And the husband has like a healthier wife. Like why, why is it that like when it comes to being fit or healthy, people are like, Oh, you know, don't put that on me. Like I'm going to live my life how I want to. Like, that's cool. If you want to live unhealthily like me, I live completely unhealthily. I only go to the gym once a month, basically, um, like I really don't work out and I don't really eat that healthy, but I like go in waves where I want to, but it just, um, I'm, I'm just not in the headspace where I actually want to change myself yet. But yeah, it's just like, I don't know. This, this seems like such a reach to me. I feel like people need to like take a chill pill on this one. I feel bad for the actor cause he's getting all the blame and yeah, this is just not outrage that we should be getting furious over people. People need to get over it. People need to grow up. <laughs> well, I just saw that Airbnb is putting a new rule to their terms of services. They are banning all open invite parties from all of their Airbnbs. And this has to do with that shooting that happened Halloween night right here in Orinda, California, in case you missed it, which I'm not sure how you did. But yeah, on Halloween night, um, some kids that went to Laney College, they wanted to throw a party. So they ended up renting out an Airbnb to throw this big party at. And someone came in. People still don't know who this person or it could be two people were. Um, and they just started shooting up the place and five people ended up passing away. And it was like super, super awful. And my heart's, my heart and thoughts are with the families. I mean, again, I mean, these shootings are just happening every day for us now. It's just, it's really, really terrible. But the fact that Airbnb was involved has families of the, um, the, the people who passed away at the party suing Airbnb. Um, one, one family is saying that Airbnb only decided to change any of their policies when they saw public opinion turning against them after multiple lives were lost. Um, there was ample knowledge and ample time to know this could and should have been done long before. Like the families are basically just saying that Airbnb didn't do enough to vet its listings and the people who rent homes through the platform. But I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like half and half on this because yes, Airbnb allows people to like rent homes and, and they allow people kind of like anyone really to rent homes. Like they're, they don't do a background check of people who rent these homes. And I'm not so sure if they do a really a thorough background check on the people who own these homes. But in this case, it was, there's still not a lot known about this 
whole case okay they're they're not sure if it was someone who was invited to a party and it was like just someone who kind of wanted to go off on everyone or if it was just a random person who knew that the party was happening and wanted just to ruin it for a lot of people um but at the end of the day it's like is airbnb liable for this we're not sure how this trial is going to air out but airbnb is like you know what we don't want this happening anymore and these are the plans of action that we are going to do so they did announce today that they are going to ban any like open house parties on all of their platforms and they are also are going to implement this overseas which i feel like is the right move to do but i also feel like airbnb's I mean, do Airbnbs like uh, heighten the chance of a, something, a big function getting shot up? I don't really think so. I think that we live in America and anything can get shot up at this point. But I think it kind of sucks that Airbnb is getting like the short end of the stick, uh, stick, stick, stick on the situation because it's like they're the ones who, yes, like were able to like host the place where this happened. And some people would argue, like, okay, if Airbnb didn't happen, then, like, the shooting wouldn't have happened. No, these kids would have probably found somewhere else to have a party like this. And these kids, I mean, they're in college, but, you know what I'm saying? I feel, like, a hella old now, but I just graduated college, like, two years ago. Um, and I don't know. I I feel like this is what happens. Like, if things get out of hand, then these companies are going to have to make stricter rules against stuff like this. I have personally been to a airbnb party before and it was lit but it is true that when you throw an airbnb party like people like do not care about the place at all like people are down to just like wreak havoc and because it's like not your actual property like you're just paying the few hundred dollars it is to like rent out a huge place and i mean why do people care if something bad happens you know what i'm saying so yeah this is i mean i've been to like one airbnb and party i feel like People still are going to rent out houses however they want if they want to throw parties at them. So I just, I don't know. I, I feel kind of weird. I feel like, I feel also kind of bad because I feel like it's not really Airbnb's fault. But of course, like we have to feel bad for the families. Just want to let you guys know the new rule and the new ban that Airbnb is implementing. So now I want to give an update to the story. The terrible story that I shared last night about Jacob Sedevine, who um, he's claiming that the Stockton sheriffs, they just beat him up or yelling racial slurs at him this has made national news it's being talked about and posted everywhere i'm really happy that the word is getting out and some updates have came about so after a new interview uh Sedvin told fox 40 that he was at a bar with his girlfriend when they were told to leave along with a group of people he said that they got into their car and with the keys still out of the ignition, they were pulled from the vehicle by two Stockton officers. He was then arrested on suspicion of public intoxication. And the San Joaquin County Sheriff, um, Patrick Withrow, he said that there was no visible injuries at the time when Mr. Sedvin arrived from Stockton PD and was booked into our jail. But he claims that Sedvin became combative during the booking process and that he was actually the aggressor. Withrow said, according to jail staff, they did what they had to do to protect themselves. But Jacob says, on the other hand, that's not what happened. He said that several corrections officers, oh, uh, officers started using racist language against him during the booking process. They forcefully took him to an enclosed area where it was away from the intake. And that's where they held me down by my feet, held me down by my hands, beat me to pulp. He said they put my head backwards. I thought my neck was going to snap. Um... 
Yeah, it is bad. And there hasn't been much updates from the county sheriff other than them saying the San Joaquin County Sheriff and other than them saying that they're going to like have an internal investigation. And I don't think that's enough. And I actually saw this flyer, which I want to share with y'all. If y'all are around the Stockton area, um, please join me. I am going to be at this um this San Joaquin County Board of Supervisors meeting. Okay, this is going down this coming Tuesday, December 10th at 9 a.m. Y'all know I'm not up by before noon, but um, since it is in Stockton, I'm gonna go, after my shift on Monday night, I'm gonna go drive to my friend's house. He lives in Tracy so that I can, you know, I don't have to, I don't have to get up hella, hella early to drive to Stockton. So I'm gonna be there. So uh, it, this flyer says, I'm gonna post it all over my socials. Let's do that. I'll do it right now. I'm going to post this all over my socials. The flyer says, Justice for Jakey Servine. We demand answers. Come out to San Joaquin County Board of Supervisors meeting Tuesday, December 10th at 9 a.m. Here's the address. And you'll see it on my socials too. If, if you don't want to write down right now, you, you can see my socials. Uh, 44 North San Joaquin Street, 6th floor, Stockton, California. Now, the reason that I'm trying to get people out here and I'm going to be out there is because they're, they're asking the sheriff department for a plan of action. Number one, um, we are all demanding transparency in the internal interview. Number two, we are demanding release of any footage. Number three, we are demanding the release of the names of the officers involved. And number four, we are demanding that they uh, identify if they have been placed on leave as well as if they have any other use of force complaints. Um, so, like I said, I'm posting this on my socials. I will be there Tuesday morning, period. Uh, this is very important to me. Um, I think it's awful what happened. Um, you know what I also kind of want to consider doing is, I know, like I said, I know a lot of police officers, and I want to try to get one on. I don't know if I'll be able to get, like, an, an officer who's on duty, duty right now, like, actively on duty, but I do know some retired officers as well um, who might, I can, I might be able to get on and have like an interview with and just so we can talk about like what we can do about this situation because we all know that it's wrong. We all know that it shouldn't be happening, but here we are, um, looking at photos of poor Joaquin's face freaking beat like no one's business. And I feel like, you know, uh, hashtag black lives matter. Like, you know, people, people are, people are using hashtag all lives matter too, because even though he's not black, he's Latino, but you, you know, there's, there's different conversations about that hashtag, but you know what I'm saying? It's like people are trying to make movements against police brutality. Colin Kaepernick has not been in the NFL for a few seasons, three seasons, I think because of his protest and stand up against what's happening. But I don't see like any changes. And it's, it's incredible to me that still, we don't know if these officers have been placed on leave. Like they can literally still be on shifts right now. They, they are. They are on shifts right now because it hasn't been released that anyone involved in the incident is on leave. If you like it, I was thinking about this in the car today. Sorry if I'm going off again, but OK, I have a security guard here at work. Love him. Love him. Love, love all the security staff here at work. OK, the security staff, their job is if I don't have my key card. I knock on the door. They open it for me. They walk me into the elevator, walk, um, take me up to the fourth floor and open up the doors for me and get me into the studio. Right. That's the security guard's job is to make sure that I'm safe and that like the building is safe and just to make sure everything's safe. This this is this might be like a little off, but I, I, I was trying to rationalize this in my head. OK, that is my security guard's job here at my job at, at work. 
So if I didn't bring my key card and I asked the security guard to help me upstairs and I, he helps me upstairs and I make my way into the studio. And by the time I get into the studio, my face is beat up and I'm bleeding and it looks like someone tried to kill me. I would go talk to my boss, Mark. Mark will be like, what the heck just happened? Your job is to take this person from point A to point B. Why when this person got in on point A, they were fine on the cameras in the elevator, but getting to the studio, why does she look like this? This is, something is clearly wrong. You don't, I don't care what Crystal said to you. I don't care if Crystal's intoxicated. She, I mean, she shouldn't be intoxicated on the job. I don't care what happened. Like, it's not your job and you are not allowed to put your hands on her like this, right? So this person would actually probably be fired. Like, stop, like, let's let's put all this, like, administrative leave, like, off for a second. The security guard would, like, for sure be fired. Um, what kind of an investigation would happen? They would look at the cameras and see that I was beat. And um, I would sue the security company, right? And probably get a lot of money because that's not what their job is. It's like, that's how I feel it is in this situation, just in the situations with cops, right? And sheriffs. Their jobs are to de-escalate situations, make us safe. And, you know, if someone's being like crazy and, and intoxicated or whatever the case may be, like, of course, restrain them and just like let them chill out and sober out. In this case, I just don't understand how the like cops can't be fired for something like this. Like, I, it, it just it's so beyond wrong. And I would love to have a conversation with 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 a cop or that so that we can just like figure out how we can fix things like this. Um, so yeah, sorry. I think I might have went on a little longer than I wanted to on that. It was just supposed to be a quick update, but I have just been thinking about it a lot today, and I uh, have a whole list of questions and my own demands that I'm going to be bringing on Tuesday morning in Stockton. So if you are around the area and you know have have your morning open on Tuesday morning. I really hope that I can see some of you guys out there because this is just so far from fair. And um, I think the more people that we can get, like the more that we can show that this really, really matters to us and that we need people out there and bodies out there and loud voices out there um, to, to bring justice, to bring justice to poor Jacob. Like, oh my God. So like I said, check, out, check that all out on socials so that we can all be on the same page and share it, share it as well. Share it because his face is on the flyer too. Everyone knows it's a national story. So maybe if you just share it, maybe someone that you know will be able to make it out. Oh, Crystal, breathe. I need water or something. Yo, I am like sweating from talking about this. And I'm sorry if I'm over here, you know, talking your ear out about this topic, but this just, triggered me and probably you and a lot of people out here so I, I really care about that okay it's about that time let's just get all up into my cave anything going on with me my life my day you know these are all first world problems we know it crystal's cave hello who's in here it's so dark ew what's dripping did i just step on something you're now inside crystal's cave here we are inside of my cave. What shall we talk about tonight? Let's talk about, okay, first, let me talk about what happened when I went to my grandma's house, okay? So I try to go like once a week to visit my grandma and grandpa at their house, and they just moved. So uh, Amanapa have a new little place. If you follow me on Insta, you've probably seen me like showing it off and stuff. 
Um, and I went over because Amal was making enchiladas and your girl wanted some. So hang out with my grandparents for a little bit and my Theo Juvie and the little duck, my nephew, Alex. And it comes that time where I have to come to work. Okay. So like I said, or like around five, five thirty, I'm on my way over here to work. So before I went to my grandparents' house, I took my nephew, the duck to Starbucks because I kind of wanted some Starbucks. And then he always likes to get stuff too when I go. So he had his little tiny caramel frappuccino and Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I like to order the venti iced coffees. So I got myself a venti cold brew. I took a few sips by the time that I went to Starbucks to my grandparents' house. And then I had enchiladas, and which I drank like water with. And then I grabbed my like, it was still pretty full, my Starbucks. And I'm walking out of Amaz's house. And Amaz, like, bye, Miha, I love you. Always kisses me and always, wa like, watches me leave the house. Do your grannies and grandpas do that, too? Like, my grandma, every time I go to Amaz's house, when I leave, she's right there at the door, like, waving, 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 waving all the way until I leave. Like, I, like, the last, my neck is basically breaking Watch Ama, watching Amaz wave me goodbye. So Amaz over here on the porch, like, ready to, like, walk me out and stuff. And I'm like, bye, Amaz, I love you. And she kisses me on the cheek, and then I, like, try to, like, you know, give her a, a kiss back on the cheek. And since it's a new place, I did not, I, I'm not used to the porch, but the porch is basically just one step. Okay. It, it's only one step. And as I try to like give my grandma a kiss on her cheek, I somehow fall off the step and it looks so bad. The full venti Starbucks cup. And I'm not kidding. And I wish that I took a picture to post this on IG. Cause you know, I'm always posting stuff. And then just this one mess up. I don't know why I didn't post it. You know, I'll tell you why, but the Starbucks venti drink just goes splashing in the sky. And I'm over here. Cause I have my laptop in my hand and my purse and my phone in my hand. And I had the coffee that I'm just, it just went probably like five feet in the air, smashed on the floor. I like fall so crazy and because my grandma's freaking out i start rolling making it seem like it's worse than it really is so i'm like oh, oh, oh and i just like cause the biggest scene ever right and i'm like mia no no mia oh my gosh and i'm like and she's like mia are you okay and i'm like actually yeah i'm totally fine i i was totally fine like not one bruise i bruise very easily but from this stumble one stair stumble i was totally fine and um, the Starbucks looked so because it was a full freaking large Starbucks or venti as they call it, um, iced Starbucks coffee. So it was just like splattered all over the floor, and it was like such a mess. I'm like, I'm, I'm so sorry, I made a mess. Like, let me get the manguera so I can water it down. She's like, No, no, I will do it. Don't worry about it. And I was like, oh, Okay, well, I have to run to work. I'm sorry. I love you. Bye. So I said bye, right? And first of all, I think like an hour or two into work, my mom texted me and she's like. I heard you fell. Are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm totally fine. I made the fall look way worse than it was. I mean, it was a pretty gnarly fall, but like I was hella extra and dramatic with the landing. Um, yeah, mom, don't worry about it. Love you. I'm fine. And then 
Ama calls me. Ama calls me to make sure I'm okay. So here's the call. Hola, mija. Hi, Ama. I am totally fine. No era serio. I just, I fell like I don't have a bruise or anything. Are you sure? Yeah, Ama, I'm sure. It just looked really bad. <laughs> oh, Ama, it's okay. It's okay. I'm good. I usually shower when I get home. Why? No, para que te bañaras agua bien calentita para que se te desentuma tu cuerpo, mija. Okay, I'm going make sure to take a warm shower so that my body bounces back. Okay, mija, pues ojalá que sigas mejor, ¿eh? Okay, love you. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Isn't she like the sweetest, cutest, most adorable little granny in the whole world? Like, I am so lucky and so blessed to have my grandma and my grandpa. Um, even Apa called me today, too. Apa called me. He was like, Mija, like, are you okay? Like, that was a pretty bad fall. And I'm just like, yeah, like, I'm totally fine. Don't worry about me. But they're so freaking cute. I love them. I just wanted to throw that in there because um, I thought it was the cutest thing ever. Now, um, let's move on to what's going on between myself and Stepping Stone. Okay, it is the last night tonight that Stepping Stone is going to be here. He's been here for dang near two weeks. And he spent every single night at my house, which is a huge, it's kind of a huge difference from last time he was in town, the beginning of summer. He pretty much just like dodged, like he didn't dodge me, but he just made me not feel good. Like, remember last time I was like, you know, I'm done. I'm over him because he's fake. You know, during the holidays, he was all nice and lovey. And then, you know, summertime he comes and visits and is like, Oh, um, yeah, I have to go with my friends. Like, I'm not going to hang out with you tonight. Like, um, A, are you up at 2 a.m.? And then, you know, just, just being, like, fake. He was just fake. So this time around, it's been really great having him at my place. And it just, I don't know, it really does feel like old times. But I do know in my head, and I told y'all, that this is just... This is just for now. This is just what it is. It is what it is for now. He's going to go back to Seattle tomorrow morning. I'm dropping off at the airport, um, which is another tangent, which I'll get to. But yeah, he's going to Seattle. And once he, once he goes back and works in Seattle, then that's pretty much just going to be it. Like, I'm not going to hear from him until he comes back. And I'm okay with that because... I've realized a lot about myself during the time that he's been here. I've realized that I'm happy where I am right now because I know that there is not any guy in the world that will stop me from doing what I need to do, stop me from my work, stop me from spending time with my friends and family because I spent a good amount of time with my friends and family this, these past two weeks um, and I pushed I pushed Stepping Stone aside for that and I'm just like, okay, that's a good balance because before when we were together, it was just me and him 24-7. Like if I had a friend thing, I wanted him to come with me and like I wouldn't even go to family stuff because I wanted to be with him all the time and I'm happy that I'm happy with myself enough now where I don't need that from a man like in general and period. Maybe, maybe it's because I'm not like as crazy about him as I was when we were together but that's just how I feel, and um, I think that's great. Um, this tangent about the airport was today we were talking about his flight, and I was like, uh, is it an early flight? He's like, well, it's at 10 a.m. I'm like, oh, okay, like, I can take you. He's like, no, it's good. I'll take an I'll take a Uber. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I don't mind driving you, like, as long as it's not SFO. And he's like, it is SFO. And I was like, what the heck? I was like, 10 a.m. on a Friday to go to SFO, like, from San Leandro, where I live, 
that I don't even know how long that's going to take. So I kind of feel, I feel annoyed that I offered him that, but I know that if the roles were reversed, he would offer me too and he would totally do it. But that's just kind of a lot <laughs> for me, especially since I don't wake up in the morning. I don't wake up like before noon or one usually. So whatever, that's just me being a spoiled brat. Um, I don't know yet. Uh, you know what? I'm still I'm still telling him that I'll take him to the airport. And when we wake up tomorrow morning, I'm going to be like, all right, time to go. Or I'm hoping that he's going to be like, no, I'll just take an Airbnb like it's too early for you. But I don't know. We'll see. I just I just it's probably going to be like two hours to get there. And then I'm going to have to come all the way back and just like sitting in track traffic with like love the kid right but sitting in traffic with him for two hours is just not really what I want to do on a Friday morning and I feel like that alone just shows like where I am in our situationship it's just like I really like him I care about him I'm, now that he's nice to me you know when he was being a jerk it's like no and um but you know when someone's been in your life for a long time like you're always going to care about them you're, they're always going to mean something to you and then when he starts acting correctly I'm just like oh okay this is why I liked you and like we we have a lot of fun hanging out together but I'm still not numb to the fact that he can switch up at any time. Like next time he comes in town, he might, you know, hit me up again, like four days into it and be like, Hey, like, can I see you for like an hour today? And then just like dip out and, you know, treat me like trash for the rest of his stay. So yeah, he's very inconsistent and I can't, I can't like emotionally be attached to someone like that. But there were a few conversations that's kind of making me laugh. Of course, I want to share with you. So we were talking about how I'm saying, like, do you like Seattle? Like, how is it? And then are, are you still kind of having a tough time? Because because switching from the Bay Area market to the Seattle market was a drastic change from him. And like I said, he does real estate investments. So he's like, well, I've actually kind of been working back and forth. I do. I work in Seattle, but I do make deals from the Bay, too. But like in Seattle remotely. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. So that that's kind of it's kind of like balancing out now. He's like, yeah, things are definitely picking up, and things have picked up a lot since I last saw you. And I was like, cool. And I said, do you plan on like living in Seattle, or do you plan on ever coming back? Because he does love it here. He loves it here with his family and friends. And he said, you know, I was thinking, like, I was thinking maybe I could do like six months in Seattle and six months here. And in my head, I was like, <laughs> like what? And I was just like, oh, yeah, like, I would love that. Like, wink, wink. I was like, yeah, I would love that. <laughs> I'm just not in a place where I want Stepping Stone to live here right now. Um, and I was like, yeah, like, that'd be dope. Like, can you actually do that? And he's like, well, I was thinking, like, maybe I can, like, s live in Seattle for six months. And then during, he said in the, oh, he said, like, in the winter time. Yeah, I think he said in the fall and winter time, things slow down over there. So then that's when he would like to move back over here. Um and I was, and then he said that he would like sublease his place while he'd be over here, sublease the, um, like the apartment that he lives in. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, where, where would you live over here? Like, would you live, live back with your, and before I even said, would you live back with your parents? He just said with you. <laughs> and we both started laughing. It was totally a joke. Like he didn't really, he did not mean that. But like in my head, I was like, there is no way that Stepping Stone and I would fit in this place. Like this, the, the garage that I live in, ladies and gentlemen, is big enough for Frappy and barely me. I mean, I'm telling y'all, like it is Frappy's place. And even, even my ex Stepping Stone was like, dude, Frappy wakes me up by just like clawing on me in the morning. He just like sits on my head in the, like in the middle of the night. Like he, Frappy is kind of large and in charge and he takes up as much room as like a good 
three or four year old toddler when he's spread it out on the bed. So you definitely feel Frappy's presence. Um, and me, I just, it's really packed. Like walking around. Sometimes we have to like walk, scoot around each other, especially in my room. And like the bathroom is right there, which is like kind of uncomfortable sometimes. My couch is super small. My couch I got from Amazon. It's like a, a love seat couch and it doesn't even really have like leg rests. I put a, an ottoman kind of to make it feel like a real couch, but like my couch is mad uncomfortable if there's two people on it. So like even him and I watching TV sometimes it's kind of like, Oh, I have to be curled up over him. And <laughs> he did not actually ask to move in with me. Like, let me just make that clear. He, he, I don't think he, he would not let his pride do that. Like he's very prideful and he, um, he's successful and he, you know, can definitely make it on his own and more here in the Bay. Like that wouldn't happen. But just him saying that I kind of like, like cringe I was like bruh and we both just started busting out laughing um and then it got me to thinking like would I ever really move in with a guy that I'm dating and the answer I think is no I really like having my own place with Frappy because me and Frappy know what the heck is up um me and Fracky Frappy Fracky <laughs> me and my cat Frappuccino get along so well um she does her thing I do my thing and um, we're aware of each other's spaces and we just, we just, we cohabitat very well, right? But then adding someone else into the mix, it's like, you know, they have to deal with Frappy sharing the toilet with them. And um, for Stepping Stone, that was very odd and weird that my cat goes to the bathroom on the toilet. I'm like, well, I don't know what you want me to do. I'm not going to be cleaning out litter box. So that's why Frappy goes in the bathroom, the toilet. Um, and yeah, just like sharing a shower and a sink. And it's definitely like a lot more cleaning. I, it's not a burden that he's here. Like, I like the fact that my ex stepping stone is here and has been spending time with me. It is not a burden, but it, it's like, I definitely be sleeping every other day now. So maybe just like once a week, it's just, you know, and it's funny. Cause when stepping stone, and I were together, I was always at his house, like with his parents, like I was always in his space, you know? And it's just funny when you have your own space and someone else comes into it. It was, it's just an interesting experience. Like I said, I've never had a guy stay over more than like one night in a row. I think maybe a guy dated for a little bit. Jesus stayed over for two nights. But for the most part, like that was like maximum. And so being with Stepping Stone and seeing him every night for the past 14 nights has it's been great. Like it has been great, but it definitely showed me that I want my own space and whoever I end up dating. And like, if we do get serious, I definitely want him to have his own space and me to have my own space. And it, you know, if they want to come over, cool. Like they can totally come over. If I want to go over to his place, I have no problem going over to whoever's place it is. And if I want to, if we want to go over like nights in a row in a row in a row, like me and stepping stone did when we were together, like I would be, literally be at, house, at his house every single night. Um, or at his parents' house, at his parents' house, which is like a whole other conversation that I never talked about on the podcast. And maybe I'll get into that. But um, yeah, it's just, it's interesting, right? I feel like we can kind of, maybe you, you listening can probably can relate on that when you have people coming over into your space. But yeah, that's what I'm kind of learning from the situation is that whenever I do get into a serious relationship with a guy, I definitely want to me have my own space, him have his own space. And then whenever, maybe like when I am to get married, that's when we can cohabitate, cohabitat. Um, and then there are people who were like, well, living with someone saves money. Like it, it, you know, you can save money, you can save, or he, he can save if you're splitting rent. And that is, the, that is true. But 
you know, I make my own money and I'm hoping that whoever I date seriously in the future uh, is making their own money too so that they can live on their own and figure out how they save and live their lives. Like I, I don't really need, I don't think I need that right now. So that's what happened today. I'm trying to think of anything else. Oh yeah, I wanted to talk about this. Okay, so I was talking to um, my hair braider, Betsy underscore braids. She was doing my braids. And um, I was talking to her about how this whole like, you know how Stepping Stone was flippy floppy last time he was over or last time he was in town. Um, he just, he just was fake. He just acted, he just completely switched up. Um and I was talking to her because I was wondering if I should bring that up to him or not. Because it is, I think it's kind of lame that he switched up all of a sudden and is like, hey, like, are, are you in town? Like, do you, like, can we hang out tonight? And like, because he did not bring me that energy. He did not bring me that energy last time. So we were kind of talking about me bringing it up to him or not and just kind of like sweeping it under the rug and just, just going with the flow and whatever. And there's there's two sides that I'm feeling about this. One, I feel like I don't really want to bring it up because like for what? For why? Like why why have a conversation about that when this situation isn't anything more than him being over when he's in town on holiday vacation. You know, like why have that talk? when I, where I am in my life right now, don't want anything more than what's going on here. And like, he also, like, we're like on the same page of just like, just chilling, right? But Betsy was like, it's more of the respect thing, Crystal. Like, you're being super sweet to him. Like, initially, she was like, initially, when he came, when the last time he came, you were like, I am done and gonna ignore him the next time he comes into town. And he came into town and you didn't do that. And you've been way more like welcoming and nice about the situation and inviting than you should have been. And I was like, okay, but we have to take a step back and remember that the reason I decided to not ignore him when he hit me up last Saturday and to um, like welcome him in and be nice to him is because he is going through something pretty pretty terrible in his life that I found out about. And I, um, I just feel like he, he, he must've like needed me, you know? So, and then like at the end of the day, like I don't hate him. Like I don't hate him. I never found out if he was cheating on me. I, I don't think he ever cheated on me, but I still don't really know. Um, we were very young when we were together. I was crazy as heck. I was very insecure. It was like, I did my fair share of bad things into the relationship. Um, like, I don't think he ever, like, he never really hurt, hurt me other than, like, lying and being fake. <laughs> Some of y'all are like, yeah, that's, that's enough for me to cut someone off. But there were, there are better times with him than there were, are bad times, if that makes sense. And ultimately, I still care about him. Like, if he ever needed anything, I will be there for him because he was there for me for a lot. And he did a lot for me. And even this, these past two weeks, he's done a lot for me. Um, so I... I was I was like that's the reason that I brought him in and she's like yeah but you still you still could have you know ignored him you still could have not been there for him so I think that it's more just like of a respect thing between you guys and I'm like yeah like I definitely see what you're saying and I I definitely see that side too it's just like maybe me just letting him know 
that I know that he this attitude he has is completely different from the last time I saw him. So this is what I thought of saying um, before he left or maybe tonight when we're like talking because before we go to sleep or just whenever we hang out, we're just like we just like talk and stuff um, if we're cuddling. I'm just going to be like, hey, like, I just want to let you know, like, I've had so much fun this past two weeks that you've been here. Like, you're always welcomed here. Like, I still care about you. Like, with whatever happened, even though you switched up last time you were in town, that's how that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to throw that in there. And then I'm going to I'm going to be like, even though you switched, you were, you know, you were on something different. You were on something different last time you were in town. Um, I still like appreciate you spending the time that you did with me. And um, you're welcome for giving you my time and my house. <laughs> and uh, You're welcome anytime. You know what I'm saying? So and then with that being said, I know for a fact he will be he'll go through with the wait, what do you mean? Like I switched up because he's definitely that kind of guy where whenever I throw some subliminals or like whenever I say things under my breath, he will not let that stuff slide. Like he likes to tackle conversations head on. He is not, he really won't hold his tongue back on things. And so if I say that, if I'm like, hey, I just want to let you know, you know, this has been the best, you know, you being here with me and Frappy and cuddling every day and having food waiting for me, like this was all great. Even though last time you were in town, it you were trash, Um, but this is still great. And thanks for slinging by, you know, kind of thing. So I think I am going to do that. I think I am just for just so that he knows that I know he was fake and switched up. And I kind of threw in like a fake remark the other day. Like I said something like, oh, yeah, like you're on that fake stuff. And he was like, no, not me. Never. And I was like, yeah, OK, definitely you. And we and he was like, no, nah, that was you. And then I just dropped it like I didn't want I didn't want to hear. I did not want to hear why he thinks I'm fake. Because I did write a terrible diss track about him. And then when he hit me up in the holidays, I was like, yeah, you know, I'll be right there. Um, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I think I am going to just like kind of throw that in there just to kind of like spice things up. And I will let y'all know in tomorrow night's episode how he took that. But oh, yeah, something funny, too, is that I promoted on my Instagram story that um, go listen to my podcast. You know, my ex was at my house and the 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 police came and drew their guns at him and his little sister, she follows me still. She, you know, she, we, her and I like interact every once in a while, just on some friendly stuff. Um, I love her to death. And, uh, she responded to that. She was like, wait, what, what happened? And I was like, okay, calm down. It's like really not that serious. It sounds way worse than what it was. Well, I mean, that's actually pretty bad. Um, it, yeah, it actually was pretty bad. I I'm saying it's not as bad as it sounds because nothing ended up happening. Like, thank goodness, but it could have been bad. You know, Never mind. I'm just, I'm just gonna not make any cop comments. But uh, you know what I'm saying. It could have been bad. But she was like, "Oh my goodness, what happened?" I was like, "Don't worry. Like it wasn't that bad. Like I just gave like a, a few sentences, and I was like, just don't tell your parents, and like don't tell him that you saw this, because Stepping Stone has me blocked on socials, so he can't um, see what I post, and I just don't really want him. I don't think he will listen, honestly. I don't think he will listen, but I just don't want him seeing that I'm posting stories about him as he's here. You know what I'm saying? So, and she was like, oh yeah, no, don't worry. I won't say anything. That's, she was like, that's hella funny. And yeah, that happened. But yeah, that's where things are, ladies and gentlemen. And there is that on that. Another episode of Crystal's Nightcap. Thank you for being here, wherever you're listening. Please, if you can do me a favor and subscribe, share this podcast with your friends, rate me five stars, leave a comment on iTunes. I love that I'm seeing more of you guys leave comments on iTunes. Like, y'all are real ones. 
Uh, a lot of the stories I talked about and more are up at crystalrosas.com. I'm live here on Wild Monday through Friday, 7 to midnight. Oh, and this Saturday night, I'm going to be at the Valencia Room in San Francisco. This is my first time being there, but I'm super excited. I'm hosting with crew, do, uh, crew DJs who are off the hook. They are dope. So if you have no plans this Saturday night and want to check out a new spot here in San Francisco, get your little club dresses on, you know, leave your baby daddies at home. And come party with me at the Valencia Room. If you want more info or details or want to get on my guest list, hit me up on socials. I'm at La Cristo Rosas. So, yes, that is that on that. I love, love, love you. And I will see you on the next one. Mwah. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.